Hey everybody and welcome back to me and Allie and to you to two girls one podcast. I'm Lindsay. And to the United States. They're not they never that went was anywhere welcoming girl. Me back. That was welcoming myself back. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you listening outside the U.S., um, that's the that's our national anthem. Yes, it truly that's true. As as um, popular I think our as national by anthem Pitbull. is some gunshots. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, oh no! Oh no! Well, things have been wild in the worlds of the girls on Two Girls One Podcast. They have. Allie recently returned from far across the world where she was hanging out on a tiny island with her buds. So, Al, tell us all about it. <laughs> okay, the summer between my junior and senior year, I lived Wait, in Wait, you Egypt. already told the story on the pod. Yes, it's relevant, though. <laughs> okay, okay, go ahead. <laughs> And in Egypt, I met this girl, Yasmin. And if you had told me that, like, almost 20 years later, we would be in touch, good touch, and be friends, I would never have believed you. She has grown... Good touch? Yeah, Instead good of the touch, bad touch, Matt, really you know. Good touch. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Just so, no, that. she has grown into this, like, fabulous... I joke that she's an international woman of mystery. She's always somewhere else. She's this fabulous, open-minded, amazing person and it's just like kind of beautiful because i knew her when she was this like i don't want to say conservative or reserved muslim girl because that's not really right but you know i think she was a product of her society and now she's like telling me about her ayahuasca trip and i'm so proud (laughs) but she's amazing and a real testament to her and how amazing she is is she said for my 35th birthday i want to rent this island off the coast of Malaysia. It's like 400 US dollars per person. Who wants to come? And I was like, you know what? I'm going to fucking go to this. And people flew in from all over the world, uh, which just tells you something about her. Like there there was a guy from Ghana. There was a girl from Estonia. We had like 16 different countries represented. We basically took over this tiny island and it was magical. It was magical. And every single person I met, I'm like, oh, if I lived there, I'd be friends with you. You know, if I, it was <laughs> it was amazing. Everyone was amazing. Did you compete in little tournaments like a mini Olympics and then who, <laughs> which country won? No, we just fucking chilled. We chilled. Oh. I went scuba diving. I did some free solo rock climbing like a psychopath. I should drop that in the Discord because one of the other guys climbed. <laughs> wow. And we, we were like, we could climb this cliff, right? And then we did. <laughs> and it was so fun. And I snorkeled around the entire island, like the circumference of the island, like a psychopath. Yeah, it was magical. One, one of my favorite things is one night we had a big dance party and everyone added a song from their home country. And then... When their home country song came on, they would like go nuts, right? So like there was this Bulgarian guy who was like so funny. He's like he's both like fabulous and my kind of stereotype of a Bulgarian. Like he has this like <laughs> like deep laugh and he like was sitting back and just like drinking vodka all weekend. And then his song came on and he was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> it was just amazing. And then we spent a week in Singapore afterwards, um, traveled a bit with some of these people we had just met. It was really amazing. And Singapore is such a fascinating place because it's a port city. So it's really people complain that it doesn't have culture, but it actually is just I think I mean, it is just like a mix of yeah. all these Southeast Asian cultures. It sounds like New, it sounds like the New York of uh, Southeast Asia. Asia. Yeah. A bit, you know, I mean, there's a little India, there's a Chinatown, but they're like legit. Right. It's like all people who just popped over from China, you mm-hmm. know, and so. <laughs> It was really, I mean, not that it's not legit in the U.S., but some of the Chinatowns in the U.S. have gotten like kind of kitschy and touristy. You know, <laughs> it's not as like um, authentic as it once was, which is mm-hmm. fine. Um, but yeah, it was it was amazing. 
It was amazing. Awesome. And then I came back for like four or five days and then I went on a climbing trip and I climbed a dick. I'll put that in the Discord too because I'm very proud. I, I need to post oh. it on the internet. Okay. There's a giant rock <laughs> looks like a dick. The root is called crooked dick. And I was like, we got to climb this. <laughs> so I have a picture of me on top of the dick. Yeah. But but I woke up yesterday and I was like, whoa, I have a lot of work to do because I have a love isn't blind on June 10th. And then I'm launching a brand new show, Comedians versus AI. They're going to play. Whoa. A, yeah, I'm stoked. There's, they're going to play a bunch of weird games. And at the end, a human will win or we I don't know. I'll hail our new robot overlords. But I'm excited because basically you can I'm going to use chat GPT and like mid journey and the image generator generators and have them play a series of um, I'm going to have an arsenal of like 10 games and do different games for each show. That's so what, fun. Is this a so live that's June 22nd. Or? It's going to be a live show. Oh, yeah, because I optioned Love Isn't Blind, and we filmed The Sizzle this week. It was super Congrats. exciting. Mm-hmm. And so then I was like, time to create a new show, because post-pandemic, I feel 22 again, where I'm like, let's fucking go. Yeah. We had to pause <laughs> life for like two to three years. I'm over it. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So Do you want to explain to to the listeners what it means to option a show. It's a great idea. So it sounds way cooler than it is. (laughs) (laughs) It's very cool. Basically, in order to sell a project to TV or... or my the breakup show, which I sold to an audio platform. But basically, like a major hurdle is that you have to get a production company attached. So someone like me, or at least you know, at my level, you can't just walk into a Hulu and Netflix and pitch. You know, even if you're even if you have a top agent, you can't do that. You have to have a production company come with you because it's basically saying, "Hey, if you green like this, we're ready to hit the ground running. This is the production company that's going to make it." So the option. Um, you know, you you basically lay out the terms for if and when it does sell, and then they help you develop the materials, right? So I went to this production company studio, and we shot some direct-to-cameras, and we're going to um, splice it together with footage from the live show. That's Amazing. Nice. How have you all been since I left the country? We've just been sitting here waiting for you. Thank you. Not just, me. Uh, I Lindsay went to EDC, and it was a wild, wild time. I don't hate electronic dance, but it's not my favorite. And if it doesn't have words, then I do hate it. But it's basically like EDC is this big DJ festival. There's there's multiple, multiple stages and everything is like, uh, Ali, you would actually really like it. It's like everything is catered to being on drugs. There's lots of <laughs> water stations. There's lots of visuals the different DJ stages have different vibes. There's one vibe that my friend called the scary stage. And it's like hard hitting bass heavy, like no words, like just thumping music. And we would walk by there and he goes, Oh my gosh, we're by the scary stage. (laughs) (laughs) But I was, as as some people might know, very trepidatious, just being like, I have so much to do. This four days couldn't happen at a, a worse time. And I I mean, it could have. It was fine. I had been planning for it and it's and it's fine. And so <laughs> I got there and I was with all like eight people that I know, which is lovely and delightful. And it was I didn't have anything really to do anywhere to be except for at this festival. So we were there basically 7 p.m. to 6 a.m. for three days in a row. And 
when I tell you, I was like, I'm going to go to my first rave at 40. And someone was like, no, I thought you were going now. And I was like, girl, we saying the same thing. <laughs> and <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I could do this. Like, I don't know if I have enough ibuprofen for this. And when I tell you that Molly is way better than ibuprofen, I am not lying. <laughs> I, I, I walked... From 7 p.m. to 6 a.m., I walked 32,000 steps, and it was like, oh, wow. okay, that's insane. And the first night, um, you know, I was otherwise, which is what I like to call being intoxicated. Um, I was quite otherwise, and uh, we went to go see maybe Tiesto or somebody, like some famous DJ, and I was like, I don't want to see any of the famous DJs. It's like, whatever. But when I tell you that Tiesto is very good at his job, I am not lying. And we were dancing to some very famous DJ on the first night, and then it started raining, and it was a light rain like a blessing from heaven style <laughs> rain while i was rolling and i was like is there anything better than it raining at a rave i don't <laughs> think so especially not when it's the last 15 minutes of a very famous dj set it starts lightly raining and the set ends and the rain stops and it's not muddy and you just get to walk around um it was perfect so wow. i don't know if i should go back because i don't think there can be a better EDC than that, but oh, wow. it's better than Woodstock '99. Uh, yeah, it was better than that because it I was. I really let's return to Molly is better than ibuprofen. I it like the idea from yeah. now on. My friend was of like, Lindsay being like, "Oh, I hurt my ankle. Guess I need some Molly." <laughs> <laughs> well, I my, have a headache. Time to roll. <laughs> mild headache. It's a Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> well, I told my friend, I was like, I, "My back hasn't felt this good in three months," and she yeah. goes, "Huh." Well, I think maybe that means that your back tension is stress-related and not mm. age-related oh. because all Molly does is release serotonin. And I was right. like, damn, it's cool to have smart friends because that must absolutely be it. Because I came back and I was fine for like a week. And then I went back to my stressful life after, like a week after EDC and was like, my back, my back hurts. <laughs> and my friend is yeah, like, just do some meditation. And it. I, I'm not a meditation stand because I'm not great at it and mm -hmm. I don't think it's good for everyone, but I do think mm -hmm. slowing down and breathing and literally stretching is like, like yoga sort of things, just things that take time that force you to not think about the things that stress you out are mm -hmm. very good and important. And that could be hanging out with a dog. It could be meditation. It could be yoga. But when I tell you that the revelation that my lower back pain was not age, it was stress. I, my my life is different right now. Yeah, well, it inform and it can inform your uh, real life choices as you get back into the swing of things, and that's yeah. uh, I think that's some cool insight. I have no experience with Molly. Like, I'm so sorry. It, what, what's I know, the timeline? Matt, on, like, Matt, like, Matt, Matt, it's we never too late. You. The older We're you are, be your you... Sherpa, Matt. We're yeah. ready for you. Yeah. come to California. Yep. we'll all roll. You'll have an amazing time. <laughs> but well, the, the term "roll," when you say "roll," I'm like, uh, my, my mind is like a three day bender. Like, no, what, no, what no, kind no. of timeline are you talking here, about? Here, this is what it's like. Have you ever been to a club and people are like, 
you, you know when the, when the 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 DJ drops the beat? He no, I don't. He doesn't. You don't know don't what that know. means? He doesn't. No, know. I know what it means, that's but right. I, 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 this that's, is not my scene. Let that's me, what let me it say means that. to be rolling. It's like no, no, no. I thought rolling was because actually Molly, you know, it has like it has like these peaks. It has waves. It has waves. Yeah, it has waves. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was the rolling. Yeah. That's what I mean. So when you're at a club, every time the DJ drops the beat, that's what it feels like to be on Molly. You're like, wow, all of a sudden I feel amazing. And Mm. then you come down and you're like, oh, we're just casually dancing. And you're like, oh, this is the best part. And then you're just casually dancing. And they're like, oh Mm -hmm. my gosh, this is the best part again. And the reason why it's called rolling is because like certain things can make you feel more happy, you know, like like sometimes some people like really respond to like different lights. Some people really respond to different textures. Mm-hmm. So if you're if you're rolling and your friend touches your back, you could just be like, whoa, this is the best moment of my life. Or <laughs> if you're rolling and someone gives you a mint and you put that in your mouth, uh-huh. like the mint can like change how you're feeling about everything in a way that's but like. I understand that you're pairing this with a dance club rave DJ experience, but like it doesn't do people have are, to be. Yeah. Yeah, that's my next question. That's what I'm it's saying. Like, like when it's been a your friend can touch week. your back, uh, uh, the wind could blow in your face. I mean, I, I don't think you really want to be, you want there to be multiple different kinds of stimulation available mm. to you when mm-hmm. you're on Molly so that you but can do people do that. have a little bit of Molly, uh, like a glass of wine on a Friday night and watch a movie? Is that Absolutely a thing or not? not no, it's because not. Why it's, not? It's, an ex- it's like an extreme stimulant. Okay. And you won't be able to sleep. It's, it's, uh, okay, okay. you know, it's I was, for I was dancing from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. 32,000 wow. oh steps God. in the 12 hours between sunset <laughs> and sunrise. Matthew. So that's my, that's what I'm asking is like, you got to plan multiple days so that you can crash from being awake so long, right? Well, it depends on what kind of person you are. As you all yeah. know, like well, I, I, I don't need, need that. that much sleep and Allie needs a okay. lot of sleep. Okay. Well, so, I, have, I have a completely different um, description of Molly. Actually. Ooh, I'm yeah. very interested. Well, I think it can be like really beautiful. Like one time I with an ex, we covered all the clocks during the pandemic and just did Molly together. And we just like talked about everything in the world. It makes you feel like really connected to people. Mm. People also mm-hmm. do it therapeutically. Mm-hmm. There's also been amazing studies. John Oliver just maybe maybe a month ago or two did yeah, an episode I, I about psychedelics. That. Yeah, it's a great it's a great piece. And the, the effects it's having on PTSD is actually like incredible where at least in that episode, I don't know the original source, but it says a 60 percent reduction in in symptoms immediately. Yeah. Well, and and so quick question. I'm uh, I'm ignorant. Like I view Molly. I understood Molly as a party drug, whereas psilocybin and, and LSD. I mean, I know get their party drugs, too, but those were used in treatment. I've never heard that Molly was used in uh, uh depression well, PTSD treatment. I think one of its original uses was actually in family therapy they would give okay. it to family units who were having trouble they felt disconnected they were fighting whatever but it would be like parents and kids together would be taking wow. Molly That's, and it, I mean, it I kind it. of melts away some the way yep. that some people feel when they're drunk where you're just like happy you don't have any of your anxiety or anger mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm actually what molly was like developed to do so but see, people that's would like take different it. from where you're saying it's an extreme stimulant you know I, yeah, i'm like, hearing I'll two take, things uh, yeah i, I, I mean I've, I don't I've, know. I've taken molly I, during the day and then like slept totally fine at night oh mm, okay interesting I, 
I also, I think everything is a stimulant for me. I, there are some types, like if I take a sativa, I'm wired and can't sleep. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, so, what's funny is like, I do not drink alcohol. The The term is I'm California sober. I'll do drugs mm-hmm. with no alcohol. And alcohol mm-hmm. fucks up my sleep, but I can do Molly or shrooms or whatever. And if I do them at a reasonable hour, I can go to sleep fine that night. Mm-hmm. That's okay. A, everything yep. doesn't let me sleep. <laughs> so but, I have to be very aware. Really Molly's a party drug. I don't know how much it's like. Mm, I mean, you're right. If I do it at night, I'm up all night, right? But okay. like, it's yeah. really about... It just it's makes such you a feel huge connected. Release this is, of serotonin yeah, that you're just yeah. like when it when it first hits you. I'm like, oh my god, my body just feels amazing. Like mm-hmm. I just feel amazing. I just yeah. think everyone. <laughs> I don't know. I like. I want to experience all physical states except for childbirth. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a very yeah. It, it basically makes everything that you encounter feel special. <laughs> you know, any, so, any side effects or addictive properties, or it's just kind of like I do it when you want to. You have I think to be careful as an adult. You like you're an adult, so I don't think that you would be addicted to Molly because I? I think that you will am have I? felt some of these things before, mm-hmm. and it's. It, I think it could be very dangerous if you're a teenager and mm-hmm. you've never felt extremely imagine. connected to a person before, or oh, you've right. never. Molly's felt. such a journey. Like I can't imagine even wanting to do it that often. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Interesting. It's wild. Like, and to but me, yeah, the but the, there is addicted. a downside yeah. because you're draining all of your serotonin. So, for if you okay. are prone to depression, you have to be aware of that because for the two days after, maybe, maybe longer, you could feel slightly depressed. But if you know that it's the Molly, you won't like, well, for me, I don't freak out about it. And also You're like aware of it, you know. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. also no, that, it doesn't happen to me every time. Sometimes mm-hmm. it happens to, I know people that it happens to every time. It's only happened to me like maybe twice where I was like, oh, I'm feeling more sad than normal. Um, but also this particular time, the end, like the day after I left EDC, I also started my period. So who knows why I was crying. So, a question. I, this is an easily Google Googleable question, obviously, but for listeners' benefit and my own, like, what is it? Is it a mushroom? Is it an herb? Is it a dis- dis- distillation of other things? What it's, is Molly? I don't even it's know. It's an actual chemical. Like it was it's developed a as a it's medicine. A synthetic? I'm pretty sure it's synthetic. So it's synthetic. Yeah. Is that is that right? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. But that's why it, it used to be called ecstasy because you just yeah. feel great, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so. Yeah, that's why they'd give it to families because you only want to think about the nice things about the people around you, right? right? Mm-hmm. Or the things that mean a lot to you. Sometimes people get into a sad place or like, I miss my dead grandma. And I'm like, oh, I got to go dance. I'm so sorry. But like, <laughs> it, it makes you, you know, so if you're taking it with your family that's having extreme troubles, you're not talking to each other well, you're fighting a lot and you take it with like, say a mom that you think is very judgmental of you, you can say, mom, like you're going to be on the Molly and look at your mom and see your own face and be like, I just like feel like you don't want to understand me. And then your mom yeah. is going to say something profound. Like all I want for you to be is to be happy. Right. And it just removes y- all the blockers yeah. and barriers. Yeah. It somehow makes you see clearly to yeah. well, you're or so not flooded. clearly. It makes you see to the nicest thing about that relationship. Well, you're, you're yeah. so the flooded with serotonin you. that you yeah. can like talk about triggering things without them triggering. Yes. You. Without it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's actually big in couples therapy. Like if I ever actually find 
find a long-term partner, I would want to like do Molly together in a room once a year. <laughs> Just like talk about it. Okay. Oh, that's a very interesting therapeutic yeah. uh, self-medication. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, uh, we're running out of time. But speaking of serotonin. Oh. Yes. My name, I really don't say my name, but I go by the screen name Shrunken C. And I just listened to your podcast, episode 175 of VOR. And being somebody that's into VOR, I am a very submissive kind of person. I've always been. And I got um, help on my VOR fantasy. I actually went to a psychiatrist. And she helped me understand why I like Vore, wow. how to get into it. Yeah, and I just don't know what I can do with it now, but <laughs> except for role play and stuff like that. But I've been into this fetish since I was probably six or seven years old. Oh, wow. The earliest I can remember, and I am 31 now. I've done some videos. I've done artwork. I've made pictures. I've done a bunch of stuff. I have an Instagram where I try to get in with the Vore community. So it's nice listening to y'all's podcast. Have a great day, girls. Oh, wow. That's amazing. I love that he shared all of that. No, I fucking love every single detail that he just shared. I love that he chose to share it. I love that he went to see a therapist who, mm-hmm. uh, it sounds like... Or did they, not... did he, did they say, did they specify uh, I don't their think name any is... specific pronouns. Yeah, yeah. No, and no name either. You know, screen their, name. Their screen so name was, what was it? Sure. C, Lil C, what was it? Shrunken C? Shrunken uh, yes, anyway, C. That's correct. Shrunken C. Shout out, shout out like, to Shrunken C. It sounds like the therapist didn't kink shame Shrunken yeah. C. Yeah. It was a, a way to like, work through it, empower it or something. Do this in a way yeah. that's good. So I love that. I love yeah, all of that. Yeah, it sounds like they really found an excellent place to explore themselves and try to figure it out. It sounds like what's, they were the probably worried about it. Drop them in the chat, okay? We need, everyone needs you know to what? go see Honestly, that. Honestly, if anyone has a therapist, they recommend drop it in the chat. There you go. <laughs> and also, the th- uh, additionally, s- knowing at six or seven uh, yeah. that early that, 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 that there's a thing going on in, in your mind about your uh, preferences or, or sexuality. Like, we, you know, you hear about LGBTQ plus people who are yeah. like, yep. I knew when I was three and it's like, you know, it's deep. It's obviously part of the, of the brain in there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's wired in. Well, everything shapes who you are and how you are. So Mm -hmm. just kind of exploring it and being aware of it is so good. Mm -hmm. I want that for every single person listening to this pod. Yeah. I mean, kinks are really, I mean, as you know, I find them fascinating and, but I don't, I, I, I do want someone to study them and analyze how do they form? <laughs> yeah. Why do they form? Mm-hmm. I don't get it, really. It, it and there like, must be. Yeah. There, there are, you know, human Ooh, sexuality maybe researchers. We, maybe are that's something we should between, have. But. We should have a therapist on to tell oh, us. Oh, a human sexuality researcher. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Well, with that light thought in our minds, I think it's time to go, my friends. We love you all. We hope that if you would like to, you choose to try drugs with your friends. (laughs) (laughs) And if you don't want to, we hope that you don't. That's the thing. It's fine. But do know that they have been wrongly stigmatized. You have to be responsible. If you drink alcohol, you shouldn't be scared of mushrooms. Oh, my gosh. When I finally did drugs, I was like, alcohol's the legal one. (laughs) Oh, my God. Really quickly, 
Really quickly, I did do Molly again at EDC the third night, and I have never done Molly like two days in one weekend. And I, my friends were like, maybe take two this time. So I took one and I was like, oh God, it's not going to work. This is so weird. And so three hours later, I took another one. And when I tell you that I threw up <laughs> in a way that was wild, I am not lying. But also- Wait, Because I, you had been drinking too? Is that No, because I had too much Molly. That's too much? Too many I drugs. I had too many drugs. And so Wait, I, you're lucky that that's the only thing that happens to you. No too, too much Uh-oh. is a big problem and you can have like a some kind of serotonin. There there are really dangerous side effects if you have too much. Okay. Well, don't take too much, Molly, y'all. My little brain, body man. will never let me have too much of anything. She's like, get it out of here. <laughs> we throwing it up, You're girl. lucky. And I was like, I told my friends, this is the 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 benefit of doing drugs as an adult for the first time, you don't develop bad habits and you're already a grown up. So I told my friends, I was like, Hey, don't move from here for like 10 minutes. I have to leave the the dance floor and throw up and I will be back here, but don't move. Cause I won't be able to find you. So I go, <laughs> I throw up by a fence, like where mm-hmm. there's nobody standing and I'm leaving like the crowd with my hand over my mouth. So everybody knows. And people are like, Ooh, I'm so sorry. I hope you feel better soon. Oh, make a way, make way for her. Oh, feel better girl. You know, everybody. Up about how, like, do, nice. You should do drugs in your thirties. Like, yeah, you absolutely <laughs> but not your twenties. And so, absolutely not. And definitely not your teens. And so your brain's not formed. I'm sorry to tell you. Anyway, yep. I go, I throw up in that corner and I go back to my friends and we're dancing and it's fine. And then I was like, you know what, y'all, I might just throw up one more time just for safety's sake. I go back to my See, little, Spot. I know this is a positive story, but uh, you're not selling this. To no, me. this has you never happened saying? to me before, Matthew. As mm-hmm. someone who's been doing drugs I just for mean like the six idea years, of going to a public place where there's a very likely chance someone will throw up. Have you been I'm to a bar, Matt? No, I have not ever. It's disgusting. You've never been to a bar. <laughs> I mean, you know, as someone who's never and... been to a bar, I wouldn't suggest a rave. But if you've <laughs> you been go. to a bar, it's <laughs> raves are much more pleasant. Anyway, fair, fair enough. Fair well, enough. this particular one, I've only been to one. Like I'm an expert, but I went. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I was like, I might need to throw up one more time. So I go back to my little throw up spot, and someone was like, Ooh, <laughs> don't stand there. Someone threw up there, and I was like, Ooh, yikes! I hope they're okay. And so. <laughs> Well, I was going to title this episode, Where in the World Was Allie Goldberg? But now I'm going to title it, My Little Throw-Up Spot. (laughs) That's great. I love that. I love that. But honestly, if that was the title of an episode, I would not click on it. Okay. So maybe it'll be a dual. You know, I would be like, I don't want to hear about that. I will vomit. (laughs) Yeah. But um, it's true. I want you to know that this episode was not brought to you by drugs. Um, it, it wasn't. But I wish that Everyone they would be legal the so this could be brought right to you now. by drugs. <laughs> <laughs> if Molly becomes legal, they will be our first sponsor. Some Excellent. Molly providing company will have to be our first sponsor. Come on, man. Tell us what drugs you want to do. Uh, 347-871-6548 or... That number again, 347-871-6LIT. You can get the number in the show notes. Get get at us. Or send it to us in the Discord. Discord.gg slash 2G1P. And please, if you had fun and you want to do drugs with us, go, uh, (laughs) or if you want us to do more drugs, go to patreon.com slash 2G1P. Can you email us drugs? No, man. Can you send That's drugs through illegal. email? That's you very can send illegal. Them through okay, the sorry, dark sorry, web. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we love you all. Heart your faces. Bye. Oh, 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 oh.